Back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 47 of Transformers Energon. It is formidable. This episode was written by Shoji Tanoki, whose name I would often shout out in a tribute to Shoji Tabuchi, who was a violinist, performer, and the King of Branson, and he passed away recently, August 11th this year, 2023, at the age of 79. So, R.I.P. Shoji Tabuchi! And last time on Transformers Energon, Galvatron smacked around Six Shot again, and Ironhide's merry morons all died. Yep. And this time we start with Misha, remember her? She's sitting in there in her spacesuit with, with her hair coming out the back, so she's suffocating. And uh, <laughs> she's looking at Alpha Q's grave, and she says, That planet is destroyed. Makes absolutely no sense. No, no, it does not. And then Roblox calls her and he's like, oh, hey, Cybertron's about to come out of the space bridge. I think he calls it a warp gate. Whatever. Nothing matters. Uh, and then Kicker, we're, we go into the Primus chamber and Kicker's yelling at Primus more, wake up, wake up. Yep, he's still not awake, even though he has done things twice now. And they think they need more energon, and there's an entire pool of it downstairs, guys. I told you that last time, but I guess that's out of the question. And then we see that green orb for no apparent reason, and everything fades to black, so... Was that an opening? I don't know. We we see that green orb and the um the, the uh, shots of the what's it the um like that painting in the Energon chamber. Yeah, that comes up a couple times. Yeah, and I don't know why it doesn't seem to signify anything. Uh, but then we go to Cybertron and it's emerging from the warp gate, and the, everybody's still fighting on the surface. Yep, and Optimus says it looks like well this is after the point that Cybertron is coming out of the warp gate. Optimus says it looks like they're about to open the warp gate, like. It's already open. You mean like you're going to emerge from it? Like the translation's not good. But yeah, Six Shot thinks there's still time to give them a little surprise. And if they had followed his plan, things would have gone according to plan. But it's too late in the day to put it to action. What a pity. Yeah, the, Galvatron's like on the phone with him a lot. And finally, Galvatron's like, okay, fine, do your thing, do your plan. So uh, Six Shot's like, all right, clear the area. And then I guess he lets the Energon gas build up. So then it detonates underneath the Autobots and they all run away. Yep, they start running for it and Superion flies off with a few of them, but it still looks like he gets caught in it. And then we see this thing from space and it's absolutely ridiculous, the size of it. And Massive. Misha tells them there's a large explosion near Central City, like more like where Central City used to be at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it leaves behind what looks like from space a giant energon cloud. It's a big green blob. Uh, and then Six Shot says that, oh, hey, Galvatron, I guess we can just propel Cybertron by, like, off-gassing? I think, like, venting gas out of the ass end of Cybertron. Yeah, they don't need the towers anymore. And now we go to the Autobots floating in space, and they're all completely wrecked and destroyed. And Kicker's screaming at them over the radio. And Optimus is the only one that's either alive or at least awake. Yeah, and then Mephistopheles uh, <laughs> calls in and she's like, hey, we're soon going to collide with Plane's planet. And with, like, was that ever a planet before? Or is that a new one even for this side? Something tells me that's the one that has Alpha Q's grave on it, maybe. But uh, Dr. Jones thinks that Plane's planet, which is already dead, wouldn't well, wait, well, well, then Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If that's Plane's planet, then how the fuck was Misha on it at the beginning of the episode? Because I think you're right, later on we do see it, and it, it looked like the same planet 
Yeah, like it oh, has that fuck. monument that I, at least I think is Alpha Q's grave. Yeah. This show. But yeah, Dr. Jones points out that uh, Plane's Planet, which is already dead, which we've established, wouldn't survive a collision with Cybertron, but it's already dead. And then Hotshot points out, well, the collision wouldn't be too good for Cybertron either. Y- yeah. Why? Does it matter? Who cares? Uh, so Dr. Kicker's dad is like, hey, don't worry, I have a plan. And then they're like, what is it? He says, don't worry, leave it to me. And he just runs out. So Kicker follows him. Um, and then we see Cybertron like just bump into three other planets and blow them up. Yeah, which Misha explains is because their atmospheres aren't strong enough to handle the potent mixture of the energon <laughs> gas, that's what she calls it. Uh, and then Roadblock theorizes that, it, oh, if we run into Plane's planet, that'll cause a chain reaction that'll destroy the entire universe, which, as you know, is on the edge of the galaxy. Yes, and uh, something tells me, like, I don't think the Autobots grasp, like, what the universe is. Kind of like thousands and thousands of years ago, people just thought the Earth was the entire universe, and gradually as they learned more, they realized, hey, we're just a small part of something much, much, much larger. I think the Autobots haven't quite got to that point yet. Like, the word universe to them doesn't mean what it means to humans. Yeah, I, I, that's a nice way of saying they're really dumb. <laughs> uh, so then we go to Omega Supreme, who's just watching that, like, the, the green orb thing, and then uh, Gal- oh, there's a bit where Galvatron... Okay, you know what? This episode, the next, these, these last few episodes... There is no goal. Like, yeah, I know Cybertron's going through the warp gate, but to what end? What What is it doing? What is Galvatron going to gain in the end? At least at the beginning, it was like, for the first half, it was, I'm going to control Unicron and open this rift in space or whatever the fuck. I, I've tried to forget it as best I can. But <laughs> what is anybody's goal right now? And yeah, there's a, a quick shot of the glowing green orb, and then we go to Optimus watching Cybertron destroy the planets, and then there's a quick vision of Unicron behind Cybertron, like blink and you miss it. And Optimus says the evil still exists within Cybertron. So he's off to deal with that. Yeah, he goes into the gas. Uh, I think Galvatron ditched his troops earlier because he just shows up. He's there. And there's a lot of smack talk. They don't really shoot at each other. Um, And then we go back to uh, Kicker and Dr. Kicker's dad. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Jones's plan is to destroy the Energon Towers to slow Cybertron down, even though Six Shots said they don't need the towers anymore. But I guess Dr. Jones doesn't know that, right? But uh, then he tells them that Cybertron probably won't slow down due to Newton's first law of motion. Yes. I, okay, so my note physics was, apply? Yeah, my note was, Paul will love this, and then I have a different note later on. But, uh, yeah, th- I think this is one of the first times, maybe the first time in this series, that somebody has acknowledged physics and got it right. Yeah, the inertia is a thing. <laughs> but, yeah, what they need is uh, something like a force to push back on Cybertron to stop it, which Kicker immediately thinks, oh, you want to let the planets collide then? It's like, it's probably not what he means, Kicker. I mean, it would work, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we go back to uh, Galvatron and Omega Prime. They're up fighting. The gas is starting to make Optimus kind of weak, and he's like, then he, he kind I guess he's trying to get in Galvatron's head, but he's like, you kept Unicron Spark alive, even though you hate him. Why would you do that? And uh, back with Kicker and Dr. Jones, they get to Primus's room, and uh, it's just like the last time this happened, they say. And uh, back in space, Galvatron blasts Optimus. Oh, Paul, Paul, wait a minute. Sorry, you forgot something very important. Uh, we cut to the Super Energon temple painting, and then we cut to the Unicron orb. Okay, keep going. <laughs> yeah. It shows up again for some reason. But yeah, they say, oh, it's just like the last time this happened, everything's shaking. And in the last time this happened, Optimus got super huge. And back in space, Galvatron blasts Optimus, who calls out to Primus. And Primus glows even brighter, but I guarantee he's still asleep. And a 
ball of energy blasts from Cybertron through Galvatron and forms a giant blue ball of energy. Actually, in the time you were talking, Paul, it showed the Energon Temple painting and the Unicron orb 47 times. <laughs> but yeah, the Autobots watch this from space, and one of them says it's sucking the Energon gas back into Cybertron. And for a second, I thought this might be the glowing green orb, because it kind of looks like it. And then Optimus reappears inside the ball, and now he's a quarter of the diameter of Cybertron tall and commercial break. And then we come back, he's, yeah, he, he's, we've done this before. Like you said, he's as big as Unicron was again. Uh, and then Galvatron's like, I'm still going to fight you even though you're 1,000 feet tall. Buzzer sound? <laughs> Thank you. Because, yeah, he's way, way, way bigger than that. And Sixshot tells Starscream that Optimus absorbed all the Energon gas when he morphed. Morphed. That's the word he uses. Like it, it. It's too bad they couldn't think of another word for when something changes from one form into another form uh, for this show. Biggerized. <laughs> Optimus Prime biggerized. Yeah, apparently there is still some gas in the tank, though, because they fire up some Energon Towers, which they said they didn't need, and Cybertron starts moving again, and then Optimus punches it. Yes, but with no thrusters or any like any kind of um inertia on his, of his own. He just punches into it and it kind of starts to slow down when it should just kind of decelerate a bit but keep going. Yeah, exactly, cuz he's not really pushing back again. Anyway, the Autobots eventually head to the north sector and uh, Jetfire is here now and Rodimus stays behind to cover Optimus. However, he's going to cover something that's the size that he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like what are you going to do, dude? But I do like that Jetfire flew and he's like, "Hey, I'm here to be on the team." And Rodimus is like, "All right, you can join the team." Jetfire's like, "No, nah, I'm going to lead the team. You stay here. Bye." <laughs> yeah. And then they all fuck off. <laughs> Totally pulls rank. Well, I think he he definitely was second in command in Armada, but it I guess he still is in, in Energon. But still uh, a dick move. Yep. But uh, Six Shot gets the Autobots on the screen, and Galvatron orders a counterattack, and then Ironhide and Jetfire meet up and power link, and again, they do it the backwards way. The other way looks way cooler. It really does. Uh, so Galvatron and Omega Supreme are still uh, fighting. Um, oh, no, no, no. The, I guess they were kind of fighting. Galvatron's not really doing anything, but then Rodimus comes in, and that's when the fight starts. Yep, put up them dukes, and back with the others, the Decepticons try and stop them, but Bulkhead attacks Snowcat and Jetfire takes on Starscream so the Omnicons can get to the towers. And uh, Skyblast shoots an Energon star at the largest one, which causes it to explode. There's also a neat moment here where Starscream is coming at like a kicker, and that's when Jetfire Ironhide comes in and intercepts him, stops. Um, it's eh, okay. Uh, but then Galvatron's back on the phone with Six Shot, and he's insisting that, like, crank up the tower output. I don't care if it's going to blow up the whole planet. <laughs> and this was fucking funny because uh, Six Shot has some kind of excuse, but why he can't do that? And Galvatron's like, just do it already, you use. Was, ah! <laughs> because Rodimus <laughs> just tackles him mid-sentence. So uh, so he does it. He's like, oh, fine. I'll, it kind of does it out of spite. I'll show you. Cranks the juice. And then uh, all of a sudden, Rodimus uh, notices that uh, Plane's planet is like coming right at them. And uh, Galvatron smashes Rodimus, but uh, behind them, 
things really start exploding on the Cybertron. On the Cybertron. On Cybertron. Cybertron. Starscream orders Six Shot to, you know, turn it down a few notches, man, before the whole thing explodes. But nope, Six Shot's following orders. This is what Galvatron wanted. This is what Galvatron gets. This is some serious malicious compliance. Uh, So Galvatron sends Starscream to go take over the control room, deal with Six Shot. And then uh, Galvatron is like, hey, Rodimus, look at Optimus. He's infected by Unicron. And this is like when you realize that Optimus is just going and doing his uh, uh, his Arnold again. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the gas propelling Cybertron fizzles out and Optimus, I guess, manages to bring it to a stop and then Alpha Q narrates and Optimus disintegrates? Yeah, yeah, he disintegrates and Rodimus is like, good job, Optimus. And is he, I figured he might be dead, but like, nah, he won't be dead. Newton's laws of motion apply in this one, do they? Oh, come on, you saw this one coming. And yes, we've done this topic to death, but this time we're coming at it from a different angle. Dr. Jones says the planet won't stop unless they can apply an opposite force to slow it down. Newton's first law of motion. But hold on, that's literally taking the path of most resistance. You don't need to stop Cybertron. Just deflect it a few degrees and have it sail right past Plane's planet. You already hacked into the controls for the towers that cover the entire planet. Just activate a few on one side and change Cybertron's course. Sure, the Decepticons could try and counteract the change or turn Cybertron around for another go at a collision, but did you ever see In the Shadow of the Moon, dear listener? In that, Buzz Aldrin and Albin explain that the worst thing you can do for fuel in space or trying to land on the moon is stop or change direction because you need to use fuel to get going again. There's your answer, boys. The Decepticons steer left, you steer down. They go right, you go up. With six shot at the controls, it'll take them all day long asking for permission to correct the course every friggin' time. Just fly Cybertron around all fancy crazy like a balloon with the air coming out of it until all the gas is used up. There, Cybertron is gas-free and Plains Planet is safe. Still dead, but safe, and no chance of the entire universe being... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. This episode was formidable. Paul, was anything wonderful? Il n'est pas formidable, I didn't think, but... Uh, <laughs> it is not. Uh, no, they, they didn't really resolve anything. Like, the Optimus is big again, and he stopped Cybertron, but, like, nothing... The, the, Nothing's really moved along, you know? No. It, it's There's nothing I liked about this episode, honestly. It completely threw away. Uh, I know we try to say something nice, but I have nothing. Even the Optimus being big and cool, I'm like, they already did this. You already did this thing exactly like this. So I just, I like I, you know what I said it in the show, I don't know what the point of anyone's actions are because nobody has a clear goal. Although it was nice to have them finally acknowledge that inertia is a thing. <laughs> yeah, that was probably the high point of this episode. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It is pretty bad. Maybe the next episode won't be as bad. It's Galvatron Terror. If you want to deal with our terror of watching Galvatron Terror, you can email this show at transformersnitpickers at gmail.com. Yep. Make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. Just do it already, you useless... Ah!